And once again, this will not be a Dave Ramsey bash fest. We're talking about his seven tips in order to pay down your home quicker. I like some of them, such as a mathematical way to pay down your home quicker, initial planning, which is always key when it comes to buying a home. But also there's some ones I think are kind of bogus. One is bringing your lunch to work. Another one is the dumb thing he keeps pushing, which is don't use a VA loan if you're a veteran. That is one of the best loans on the planet. But uh, let's get to it. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time home buy show where we help millennials figure out how in the world do I buy my first home. Today we're breaking down Dave Ramsey's seven tips to pay off your home quicker. So let's get right into it. As always though, none of these tips are pertinent unless you're planning to actually live in and pay off the home. Like the plan is to eventually turn the property into a rental. You don't need to pay off the home quicker because in that scenario, cash flow is king. The goal is financial freedom, not not to have a mortgage. Remember that. So tip number one is making an extra payment each quarter on your home. So he says more of the payment after that goes towards the principal. Plus each extra payment will be closer to removing the PMI in a scenario where you put down less than 20% on the home. The example is a $220,000 mortgage, 30 years, 4% interest rate. We need to find those Dave Ramsey rates because this is a recent article and rates are nowhere near 4%. But here we go. One extra payment each quarter will shave 11 years and nearly $65,000 off your mortgage. But making an extra payment each quarter is pretty hefty for most people. Another option is to divide your payment by 12 and make that payment every month towards the principal balance. This is similar to making bi-weekly payments. So in that scenario, you'll shave about four years off your mortgage and save $24,000 over the life of the loan. And last but not least, if you can't do that, either just round your mortgage up to maybe the next $100 threshold or next $50 threshold and make that payment. However you put down, the more you put down, the quicker you'll pay off the mortgage. It's a good tip, but something to consider and put into your thought process is the value of money now versus the value of money in the future, right? So that extra payment you're making each quarter or, you know, one twelfth of the payment you're making each month. Like, what if you actually invested that money? Would you make more than $65,000 over the course of 30 years or $24,000 over the course of 10 years and the other options? So sometimes in the long term, it makes more sense to actually invest that money versus paying it off, especially if they have a super low interest rate, like three or 4%. Now, if you got one of those seven or 6% rates, that scenario, it may make more sense to actually put that money towards paying down the debt. But, uh, Choose your own adventure there. The next one is bring your lunch to work. So he's like the equivalent of bring your lunch to work versus going out to eat to save you about $1,200 each year. And if you apply that to your mortgage, you can save about three years off the mortgage or about $28,000 in interest. Another scenario is the cliche, don't buy coffee. That'll save you like $90 a month and that'll save you like 25K in interest and shave off about four years off your mortgage. I think that's a dumb tip, right? It doesn't really make any sense. It's kind of one of those catchy things. I'm not sure if he believes it himself, but my advice is just increase your income. Like you should be able to increase your income by $1,200 a year. If that's really that important to you, enjoy your Chick-fil-A, enjoy your coffee or wherever you eat your lunch at, then put that extra money that you've earned towards the mortgage or just enjoying your life. Don't have a crappy lunch break just to save yourself $1,200 a year, right? Tip number three, refinance your home or at least pretend you did. Ramsey recommends converting your 30-year mortgage into a 15-year mortgage. He says, not only we paid off 15 years earlier, yeah, the math works out, 
but also you'll pay much less in interest. Or if you can't refinance because maybe rates are too high, it doesn't make sense, just pay it off as if you have a 15-year mortgage. You can use a basic mortgage calculator to figure out how to do that. If you don't know where to get one, just uh, email me and I'll provide you one. Now, if you have a mortgage, statistically, you probably have a rate lower than what's out in the market right now because 99% of people have a mortgage rate less than 6%. So that's when it makes sense to pretend to finance. If you have questions about when it makes sense dollars-wise, have your mortgage lender run an analysis for you and have them show you the breakdown of you refinancing and the money you save versus just paying down your mortgage at a 15-year pace based on the current rate. A quick way to figure this out yourself is look at the cost to refinance the home. Yes, their cost of refinancing the home and compare that to the difference in your monthly payment. Number four is downsize your home. And I actually like this one. It says consider selling your home before paying it off. If you have enough equity in it, you may be able to use the profits to buy a smaller, less expensive home. You may be even able to buy that new home for cash. Or worst case scenario, the smaller balance means smaller payments and you can pay it off sooner. However, in this same paragraph that has nothing to do with VA loans, he says this, Ramsey doesn't recommend that house hunters seek VA loans, which is backed by the Department of Veteran Affairs. They're usually more expensive than conventional loans, according to Ramsey. Well, according to the data, one, they are not more expensive than conventional loans. Most lenders do not have origination fees for VA loans, and the interest rates are cheaper on VA loans, and there's no mortgage insurance on VA loans. VA loans are not more expensive than conventional loans, first and foremost. Also, it just seems dumb to tell a veteran not to use a VA loan because, spoiler alert, the VA loan is 0% down, but you're not banned from making a down payment, right? So in the exact same scenario where you would have a conventional loan and put down 10%, you can use a VA loan, put down 10%, get a lower rate, and have no mortgage insurance. It just makes no sense. Now back to the original topic of number four. So the downsizing thing is actually something my wife and I have thought about. It's like, hey, we have a, a good bit of equity in our property right now. Both home prices, you know, that have shot up like 43%. That equity in our home is going to be put towards buying another home. So we'd have to actually significantly downsize our home, which may be something we do later in our years, but not right now. Number five, I like the conclusion. Not exactly how he got through though. So it says, don't bite off more than you can chew. Who can be upset at that, right? Being financially ready to take on the cost of home ownership is paramount. However, he gives six questions you must answer yes to before you can actually make that purchase. Number one is, am I debt-free with three to six months of living expenses saved? So the saving the three to six months of living expenses, that's a great idea. Even if you can get a VA loan or a NACA -a loan or whatever loan you get with a 0% down payment, you need to have money set aside because something will happen outside of the mortgage. And you don't want to get jammed up and have to be in like desperate straits because you don't have money to cover your mortgage. Because you thought it'd just be, hey, I'm paying $1,500 a month towards rent. I can just keep paying $1,500 a month towards my mortgage. There's never going to be any expenses outside of home ownership. There are expenses outside of home ownership. But the debt-free thing I really can't rock with because you're saying that, hey, nobody with any credit card debt, even if they're being responsible, have a plan of paying it down. Or somebody with student loans can never purchase a home. I mean, some people have student loans for like 10, 15, 20 years. Two, can I make a 10 to 20% down payment? Once again, nothing happens at 10%. I mean, 20% is when you drop mortgage insurance. 
But if you're saving up to put down 20%, think about where home prices are going. So let's say it takes you a year to save up, you know, 20% versus you have like three or three and a half percent down now. If you had waited in 2020 to 2021, like home prices went up 43% in some areas. So now let's make the number super easy. Let's say you were looking at a hundred thousand dollar home. So you're thinking, hey, maybe I need to save up twenty thousand dollars so I can put down a 20% down payment. Well, that home price went up 43%. So now that home is worth $143,000. So you tried to save $20,000, you lost out in $43,000 in equity. I know this is an extreme situation, but I mean, home prices historically go up between one and 4% each year. So you trying to wait, you know, an extra year or year or two to save for 20% down payment doesn't make sense because one, that home is probably going to be gone. And then two, most likely you can drop the mortgage insurance that you're scared of within like three to five years. Anyways, tip number three, will I be able to pay the closing costs and moving expenses with cash? Well, you got to pay the closing costs with cash. I guess the moving expenses are different, but yeah, it's not an option where you can like finance the closing costs. So I guess it's a tip. Four is the house payment no more than 25% of my net salary. So I like that tip as well. My advice is always to figure out what your budget is and move work backwards from that number. But yeah, that's a good tip. Make sure you're not maxing out your debt to income ratio. As a reminder, your debt to income ratio can sometimes go up to 49.99%, but that is before taxes. So, and it doesn't factor in stuff like your living expenses and things like that. So your real life DTI, if you have a DTI of 49.99%, it's probably going to be close to like 70, 80, 90%. So yes, you will be house poor if you have a DTI of 49.99%, most likely. Number five, can I afford to choose a 15-year rate mortgage? My advice is typically to only do that with your dream home or your last home. Before that, you're thinking more about cash flow. Historically, folks only stay in their property or own their property for about five to eight years anyway. So getting a 15-year mortgage on a property that you're not paying off anyways is just constraining your cash flow. So it doesn't really make any sense to me, but it is a dope move to pull on your forever home. You'll probably have to get like a smaller home, but my thoughts are, would you rather have a 30-year mortgage, any home that's maybe 500 more square feet, an extra bedroom, or a home that's a little bit smaller, but with the 15-year mortgage is paid off 15 years earlier? I take the 15 years earlier, in my opinion. Number six, very important. Can I afford to pay the utility and maintenance costs as long as I own the home? That is a tip a lot of folks forget about. So when you're thinking about your monthly budget as far as your principal interest tax and insurance payment, also factor in maintenance as well. So if you're like, hey, I think I want a living expense of $2,000 when you're working backwards, actually probably figure one out that's about $1,700 because you have to factor in maintenance that you may not pay every month, but it may be 50 one month, 100 another month, zero another month, then 500 the next month. So on average, it may be about two to $300, depending on your house, neighborhood, and age of the home. Number six, consult a pro to find the right home. Yes, definitely use a realtor when you're looking to buy a home. If you're looking in the Dallas area, I can help you out, or I can help you actually find a realtor in all 50 states. So he says, Finding a home takes your own time and energy. Instead, choose to rely on the expertise of a real estate professional. You can find the perfect home and negotiate the price on your behalf so you can be confident you're getting the best deal. Yes, definitely use a realtor. If you're a buyer, the seller 99.9% .9 of the time pays your realtor's commission. So it's literally free for you. And also it's literally what the realtor does. So while you're working your job, you know, in marketing at Target, the realtor is looking up homes for you so that when you get off your job, you can jump right into the car and go look at homes. You don't have to 
now go home or maybe look during your lunch break and then have to do all this home searching on your own. Once again, it's free as well. Last but not least, definitely not least, the dumb VA loan tip was the, the least one, but it says uh, maximize your down payment. The key is to put down a minimum of 10% or as much as you can to reduce the amount you need to finance. Once again, my thoughts is always think about the cost of money that you could maybe invest versus having the money tied up in your property. Once it's in the property, you can't get it out unless you do a cash out refinance, which costs money or do a home equity line of credit. So those are Ramsey's seven tips. Let me know what you think down below. As always, buy land. Rumor has it they're not making any more of it.